Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Welcome to Coffee with Source. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And for anyone who's listening, today I'm chatting with Sarah Fair and her her company, her business is called Sarah Fair Reiki. And so yeah, all of the details right. um, to get a hold of Sarah will be in the comments. So who are you? Uh, well, I'm a Reiki master um, and an intuitive energy healer. I also channel light language in my sessions. Um, and I just, I love helping people heal. Um, I specialize with helping people heal gut issues. Um, so anything in like the power chakras, the sacral and solar plexus. So for us who haven't known you your whole life, is this something you've been doing forever? Or is this mm-hmm. you know, something that you've just tapped into recently? How did this come to be? Yeah, so I actually grew up with Reiki. My mom has been giving me Reiki since I was four. And so I've always experienced it. I've experienced it long distance. She lived a few provinces away from me half of my my childhood. And so I would get Reiki sessions from her via distance. And and it was always so wonderful and lovely. And at the same time, I grew up in this really conservative environment where I was like kind of skeptical of it. Um, and then in 2014, I took the level one Reiki and started practicing on myself, started practicing on some animals and some, some friends, just like playing with it here and there. Um, and then in 2017, I did my, my second and the unlimited, uh, master Reiki course, um, and really loved playing with that and started working on other people and acquaintances and, um, in 2020, I started doing distance Reiki sessions uh, in exchange for some donations to a Black Lives Matter uh, charity. That's amazing. And yeah, thanks. And I, I just felt so heavy at the time and, and everything was going on down in the States. And I really wanted to, to do something, anything that I could do. Um, and so I offered these sessions and the response was really beautiful. It was overwhelming. I had like 25 people respond. Um, and so from there, I was like, hey, I could do this. I could do this as a business. It makes me really happy. I really love the work. I think it's helping people. And so from there on out, I started um, learning how to make it become my business. Um, and this year, I've taken my Karuna and Holy Fire 3 Reiki Master and signed up to do the Osui Holy Fire 3 uh, Reiki Master next month. That's so cool. So for anybody who's listening, who has no idea what Reiki is, can you demystify it for us? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, My favorite saying is that Reiki is a secret art of inviting happiness. And that was a Sui Sensei that said that. Um, So Reiki is a form of energy healing that was channeled uh, to a Sui Sensei in Japan um, in the 80s. And he brought sorry not in the 80s and um uh, long before then uh but he brought it um in to, to japan and and really spread it through japan and then uh, it was brought over to north america and um it's this form of energy healing that goes really deep and can work through your your chakras and your auras and it basically takes you into the state of 
complete relaxation and bliss where your body can take over um, and do its own healing process. Um, so scientifically, I like to say like it takes you from this sympathetic nervous system state where we're we're constantly in these days where we're in fight, we're in flight, we're in freeze or fawn even. And there's so many stressors coming at us that our nervous systems are constantly activated. And in that state, we're prioritizing survival mode and we can't actually do the healing work that we need to do. Um, so what Reiki does is just relaxes our nervous system. It takes us into a parasympathetic nervous system response state and allows us to get into that rest or digest. It allows us to go into the healing mode where our bodies can really take over and they, they can do the healing themselves. So I'm just the facilitator for your own healing. And what types of things can, you know, can you heal with Reiki? Who, you know, who listening to this would say, oh, maybe that's something that's interesting for me. It'd be cut out. I can hear you perfectly. Can you still hear me, Emma? I can hear you, yes. So for anyone listening, um, what, what type of, of issues would someone, you know, go to see a Reiki master with or Reiki healing would be appropriate for who? Yeah, absolutely. So I've seen people that come to me for, well, usually someone will come to me with like a couple main issues or like one main issue. And then sometimes we can dive in and then all of these other issues pop up. Um, so it really like, it's really whatever is conscious at the time, though this new form of Reiki that I've been learning can also delve into what's unconscious, what we don't know about yet. Um, but people can come in with, uh, say, bloat issues, say they're experiencing um, gut health issues, they're experiencing any sort of like physical pain. Um, you can have like a shoulder injury or I've done a lot of work on myself. I have a knee injury. Um, so it can be physical. It can also be emotional. Um, so if you're having trouble transitioning through a, like a, a different time period and you're having trouble dealing with all of the emotions that are coming up, say it's like you lost your job or you're uh, moving or you're dealing with a breakup and you just don't have the support that you need. And Reiki can be really supportive for that. Uh, it's also spiritual. So if you're feeling lost, you don't have purpose, you don't have, you know, your life isn't fulfilled in the way that you're out of alignment. Yeah, you're out of alignment. You know, you know that it can be much more fulfilling and, and uh, faithful, then uh, Reiki can help with that as well. And it can also help with past life issues, with uh, with traumas, childhood traumas, there's so much that Reiki can do. Really, like blanket healing. If you need healing, <laughs> uh, Reiki is good for you. <laughs> That's amazing. And so you, you know, you said spirituality. Would you consider yourself someone who is more spiritual? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Reiki definitely deals with. Um, it, I would say it's a, it's a spiritual um, healing modality for sure. And when was your, I want to say conscious awakening or spiritual awakening, or when was your aha moment that you were like, mm. maybe that's beautiful to explore? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I think it started when I was a, a child. Um, I grew up in Manitoba in Canada and I grew up in a very conservative Christian community. All of my friends were Christian, um, but my parents were atheist. Uh, my dad and my stepmom. And so it was kind of this between two worlds. And then my mom lived a couple of provinces away in British Columbia and she was quite spiritual. So I took my spirituality from her. She taught me many things. She was kind of this way shower for me. Um, and, and it was the, the form of religion per se, or like not, I'm not religious, but spirituality that I resonated with best. She studied Buddhism. She studied Hinduism. And in, in university, I also studied those things, Eastern religions. Um, and I, I just kind of decided that I didn't need to follow a specific religion, but that I would be spiritual, that I would believe in some higher source. Um, and that that would help me move through all of the things that I was facing um, in my life so far. And when I was 25, I really had this like quarter life crisis where I was looking at my life and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I, had, I had a childhood trauma, like a repressed memory come up and I was just like, oh my goodness, floored. And like, I really needed to find, you know, a way to heal and, and, and how to move forward. And, and and spirituality had always kind of been there and so it was just like really easy to to turn to that and to turn to the few practices I had at the time and and really like dive into those what does spirituality mean to you ah uh, to me spirituality that's a beautiful question um I would say that it's connecting with something greater than yourself um and that can be like I dabbled with humanism just like belief in like that humans are you know so so powerful and so and so beautiful and that we all interact um but for me I'd say like it's finding spirituality in in anything in nature um it just how it's this belief that you know we're part of something we belong here we're here for a purpose we're here for a reason and that there is space for us and that, you know, we're contributing and we're worthy and, and we are loved and we have so much to offer and so much to give in this space. That's amazing. That was beautiful. But it's hard sometimes to, to figure all of that out or to tune into that in, you know, in society today and everything that's going on around us. So what, what part does nature play in helping us connect to our spirituality? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I believe that nature just shows us that we are, we're part of a system, you know, nature is so interconnected. And if you're in an ecosystem with just one plant, say that's like, a, you know, a, a monoculture, it's not thriving. It's, it's, you know, it's doing its thing. It's okay. It's, it's whatever. But when you go into an ecosystem where there are so many different plants and they all have a different part to play and they're all doing it beautifully. And they're all kind of like, you know, looking out for themselves. It's not like they're, you know, like trying to help each other out, but their in their inherent nature is to benefit each other. And you have these plants that work really well together that help each other out. And then you know, one will 
one will grow up and then it'll die and then it'll feed the other ones. And even in forests, you have these like say mother trees that are connected to their children and their, their child trees and they can feed each other nutrients through their roots, through the mycelium in the soil. And it's really beautiful just to see like how everything is connected and, and benefits each other. And, 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 you know, there's hardship and there's strife. Yeah. And, yeah. and like they just continue on. Yeah. There's not like no tree in this forest. That's like, I'm the boss tree and you guys are going to do yeah. all the way that I want. I had kind of this moment, you know, this, this weekend where I was just looking around and here fall in, in Montreal is so beautiful and the leaves are starting to fall. And it's just my, it's my birthday month. I just love October, but <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm going, you know, why don't we take our cue from nature more often? Like you'll never see the trees sweating the small stuff and being like, Oh my God, all my leaves are falling. This is crazy. I'm naked. I'm going to be naked for six months and it's going to be cold. And what am I going to like? There's none of that. It's just kind of like, letting go of this season, no stress. I know the leaves are going to grow back. Like it's part of the process, just, you know, easing into it. And I'm like, why don't we mm-hmm. tap into that a little more? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're so, we're so disconnected from it nowadays that, that returning, returning to nature is actually, it's a spiritual movement to be returning to nature, to be returning to your own spirit, because that's where we belong. That's where we're connected to each other and and to ourselves is in nature and if we're disconnected from it in a high-rise building somewhere you know bringing bringing plants into the space like just bringing something alive something that's living can be so helpful and and getting out into parks into nature and just really coming back to ourselves and our, our true nature because you know, when we disconnect, that's where we get anxiety. That's where we get depression. That's where all of these like mental health issues come from. It's because we're disconnected from our source, from our, our true spirit selves. And to get that back, we need to, we need to come back into our bodies. We need to feel our emotions. We need to return to who we are truly. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Do you believe that we can draw energy from nature? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, <laughs> I do that in between my sessions. I'll like go out for a recharge and it's, and it's, you know, it, it's symbiotic, right? Like they're benefiting from the carbon dioxide that I emit and I'm benefiting from the oxygen that they emit and we are mutually beneficial. It's not like we're going out there and we have to, you know, take from nature. It's really beautiful because we're giving back at the same time. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I love that. And what's your, you know, your best advice for someone who's new to all of this, who doesn't spend a lot of time in nature, who's feeling stuck in their lives, who's never heard of Reiki? How can, how, what is your, you know, your top tip to finding alignment if you're feeling Mm -hmm. so disconnected? Where would you start? Well, take a Reiki session, but, (laughs) but (laughs) link in bio. Um, yeah, but if you can't say afford that right now, or, or it's just, it's just, um, not up your alley right now, then just feel your emotions fully. That's the biggest thing. It's free. It's easy. It's, it's really, you know, it can be difficult and, and, you know, if you need support with it, then definitely seek support. Um, but to feel your emotions, what's that? 
What does it mean? Yeah, to feel your emotions fully is just like, say you're feeling sad one day and, and a lot of us tend to, you know, suppress it, to push it aside, to like forget about it. Oh, it's not important, whatever it is. But I say like, sit down on the couch, like actually go and cry it out and release it. And then, you know, generally it'll just take a couple minutes. Like emotions are meant to be short. Like they're not long. Like we make them take forever. (laughs) Um, But if you go and you go into it, you dive into it when it gets hard, when you're crying, when you're like snots rolling down your nose and you're like, oh, this is disgusting. Just go deeper, feel it all. And then you move it through. Emotions are energy in motion. If we stop that motion, we get stuck in our lives, we get physical discomfort and pain, we get illness, we need to move everything through us. I love that. I feel like, you know, even just three years ago, when I would, I, you know, get into those moments of overwhelm, and the snots rolling and the crying, it was something (laughs) that would take like, the whole day, like, you know, like the whole day's ruined, because I'm feeling like this, and you get caught Mm. in that, that loop. And it's so funny that you say that because now, like just last week, I was <laughs> washing dishes and I was like, okay, um, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and, you know, like, tears started pouring down my face and I think it lasted a whole five minutes, but it was such a relief. Yeah, so, yeah I'm fucking pissed off right now. <laughs> this hurts. I don't like how this feels. Mm-hmm but it's not personal. I'm not going to hold on to it, but this sucks. And you know, not even five minutes later, I'm like, Whoa, that was so cool. It was just like (laughs) a spontaneous burst of tears. And I'm telling you five minutes later, the music's back on, I'm laughing, playing with the dog, you know? And I'm like, (laughs) but that's exactly what it is, is that it doesn't have to consume your, your entire day, but that you feel it as they come. Yeah. And it's a practice too, right? Like in the beginning, maybe it takes all day and like, and it's hard and it's like, you don't know how to do it properly. And like, because we've been trained not to since we were kids, but then as you continue to do it, it gets easier. And then it takes five minutes at the kitchen sink, right? Like, yeah, like it's okay. Or, you know, you'll read something in the news and instead of starting to gossip and talk about it and get stuck in the injustice of the world, you're able to feel Mm -hmm. for that person or feel for that moment, send them love and light, you know, shed a tear if you need to, and sort of just send love into the world instead of bringing that negativity into your life, you know, and Mm -hmm. then sharing it with everyone, you know, and getting stuck in that anger. Yeah, exactly. And our emotions are, they are showing us the path they're so beautiful. If we feel bad about something, it's showing us, oh, that's what we want less of in the world. It's not about us like, you know, digging into it. And like, if you need to dig through like, you know, subconscious traumas, then I'm all for that. Um, But it's not about like, (laughs) oh, sorry. You call her for Reiki, you call me for the trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's not about like, oh, we need to, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, (laughs) Excavate the emotions too much. Yeah, like if we focus on them, that's what we create more of. And obviously, like if we can't like bring anything to the light, if we can't look at it and shed light on it first, but it's when I'm talking about when we're getting stuck in it and we're not processing those emotions 
And we need to really like let those things go and move on with our lives and then, and, and then bring in more light. Yeah. But that's such an intricate process because, you know, it starts Mm -hmm. with living more consciously mindfulness Mm -hmm. and then, you know, diving into the emotions and getting out of blame and judgment. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Because I know that for young girls, we're often raised to be judgmental of our emotions, right? Like Mm -hmm. girls are naturally just more whiny. They're more emotional. They just have, you know, those crazy hormones going on. (laughs) And so as an adult to be mindful of your emotions and allow yourself, grant yourself permission to say, Mm -hmm. this is not because I'm a girl. This is not because I'm a whiny baby. This is not (laughs) because I, you know, I I'm, I'm during my week or whatever it is. It's just because I feel sad or I feel extreme joy. I know that Mm -hmm. when I was little, when I would start laughing hysterically at something, it would always end in tears. Have you ever experienced that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I remember vividly, like my grandmother who raised me was, you know, very Catholic. And the first time it happened, the first thing she said to me was like in French was, oh my God, are you possessed? And I remember that scaring the shit out of me (sighs) because, you know, we grew up very religious and and that was the first thing was that's not normal. Like Emmanuel, you need to stop that. That's not normal. Why are you laughing or why are you crying now? But, you know, through the years, I've realized that's how I get. and, And that's the beautiful part of it is now I'm able to tap into it and realize that I am just so blissfully happy in that moment and laughing like through my heart and I am at such a high frequency that it just turns into this it's not sad it's just like wow you know like an emotional orgasm I guess it's just like the release of tears yeah it is it's absolutely a release it is but feeling very much like this is not right and so just grant ourselves permission to feel through the emotions Mm -hmm. yeah and I'm so sorry that you had to you know receive that that negative conditioning but now I'm sure it helps you help so many people well 100 percent and I I always say you know when you know better you do better and I think that Mm -hmm. from her point of view when you know her growing up it was the church dictated how you lived your life right Mm -hmm. the priest would knock on the door and say time to have a kid this is what you do this is so it was very fear driven for her and so I'm sure that Mm -hmm. it wasn't to be mean it was to save my soul in some way that (laughs) that seemed off right like yeah you can't can't be holding two emotions at once like that you can't be laughing and then crying or crying and then laughing something's got to be wrong with you And so, you know, I think it's, it's helped me along the way, but for a long time, I thought, oh my gosh, like there's part of me that's evil. Who else has the ability to do that? Yeah, Yeah. I do. I'm not evil either. (laughs) Exactly. And you know what, when my, my, you know, I I have two boys and my youngest one, when he was little and he still does, he still does that. (laughs) And he'll laugh so hard that he'll start to cry. And we just kind of like poke fun at it because we're like, you're happy. You're so happy. And he's like, I don't know what's (laughs) happening. I don't know. I think it's an empath thing as well, you know? Yeah. You know what? I've, I've actually done that quite often in the past few years. <laughs> I'll laugh until I cry. And I kind of had this realization that 
for me, it was reaching a new level of feeling. And when I got that happy, I also had to feel in my life where I had been that sad. It was like this, this, this spectrum where it's like, I'm increasing my limits on both sides at the same time. And so it was like this overwhelming joy. And then I felt the sadness of where I had been in the past that I hadn't fully felt. Because we're all in this spiralic journey where we're we're going around and we're returning to the same things again and again, and we're working through them. And that's why we get like, you know, oh, I thought I had dealt with that, but we're actually just going deeper into the, you know, into the onion, peeling those. That's my favorite back. line lately. I'm like, I thought we had, you know, archived this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought we had put that away in the record somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but those are the things like those, the, the things that we deal with, those are ours to deal with for our lifetimes. That's our, our lifetime journey. Sarah, thank and, you. Very, that's very good. Very good to know. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And, and every time we go back to it and we get deeper and we learn more and, and, you know, if we're doing the work, it gets easier and it gets better, but we're still like, you know, taking like little nuances and, and different pieces of learning from it. And, and we can continue to to just become experts in these realms. So I encourage people to really like dive into those things. Like that's what you're here to learn. I'm almost seeing like stairs, like different levels of consciousness. And as you get to those different yeah. levels, you switch the lenses on your glasses. So the same crap <laughs> can be coming around, but you're, you have a new prescription on your eyes. You're seeing it from a different, <laughs> that makes sense. It's like the visual yeah. that like you're seeing it from a higher perspective and so you're like yeah similar but now I'm equipped to handle it differently yeah you can make different decisions yeah you could see it more clearly that's beautiful I really like yeah that's so true and also I don't you know I'm curious to see if if you've ever felt this way but anytime I'm at a concert or a sporting event like a hockey game hockey's big in Canada, you go to a live hockey game and there's 20,000 people, you know, of course, before COVID and, you know, your team scores a goal, even though you're not a super fan, like even if you're just there, you went to get to where you're at a concert and everyone starts clapping. I've always gotten this rush of emotion and started crying. And so everyone's like, wow, yeah, wow, go team. And I'm like, <laughs> such a moment of connection. Look at 20, uh, you know what I mean? Like this. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that strange? I I get that for different things. I, I it's been so long since I've been to a concert or anything like that. But um, yeah, I get that for different things where I'll just be like overwhelmed with emotion, just being like, oh, like so connected, so beautiful, so connected. Yeah, yeah so connected. Where you're just like you know, we're cheering for the same thing, or even if you're like mm-hmm. you know, downtown somewhere, and you know some person's playing music and there's a little crowd of 10 15 people and everyone sort of claps at the end of it and I always get so like we are so connected in this moment (laughs) so beautiful and I think it's important to feel that because in those moments sometimes like you know why am I crying like is it because the person's you know singing for their supper what is it is it because I'm uncomfortable Mm. but it's not it's just when we're you know we can let go and tap into that we're all connected yeah oh it's beautiful I actually have a moment that's that where I felt like that and and I think that's because you know you're opening your heart 
Mm. And it's a beautiful experience, but it's also can be painful. It's like, you have to feel all the feelings. But I, um, my experience was that I was walking down the street in Nelson where I live. And I saw this young boy begging for food. And I was just like, wow, like, why is he there? Like, he's so young. At early, he was like a teenager. And I was like, this isn't fair. Um, like, why is he there? And I'm not, you know? And so I kept walking past, like, I didn't really want to give money, but I was going to the grocery store. So I got a bunch of groceries and I like filled up a little box for him. And then I drove past and I just like handed him the box. And then I noticed there was like an older woman sitting next to him. And I was like, oh man, like, why are these people here? And I put the box down and the look of gratitude on his face was just so beautiful. And the reason I went back to him was just because like he asked for money and he said, you know, like I said, I didn't have any change, which was true. And then he was like, oh, no worries. Like have a beautiful day. And he was so enthusiastic. I love that. And so, yeah. yeah. And, and so I brought back this, this box of food and he was so stoked. There was like this drink that I had this like lemonade and he was like, oh, like so thrilled and I was like this is beautiful and then I walked back to my car and I drove away and I just started bawling <laughs> and it was I like that too yeah and it wasn't oh, even yeah. like it was a bit of sadness for him and and for her and for their position but it was also just like I stopped and I saw them and I mm -hmm. felt connected to them as opposed to like looking in the other direction like it's not my responsibility it's not my fault I stopped and I saw them and I felt connected and yeah. I did something about it. And that felt beautiful. And, and seeing their courage as well. That's so courageous. Yes. Yes. It was wonderful. And it, it, you know, it lifted me up. I was like, wow, like if he can be that positive and that courageous in that position, like who am I not to be in my position where I am? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's part of it is that everyone has a story, but we often just go through life thinking that's not my responsibility. It's all about choices. Mm -hmm. and it may be about choices, but not everyone has the emotional strength to overcome all of the hurdles. And sometimes mm -hmm. they fall into cracks Yeah, and it's stopping to just see them for a minute mm -hmm. to say, I'm not sure what your story is. I'm not sure how you got there, but I see you in this moment. And that, that makes all the difference in the world. I had a similar experience and someone was asking for money and I had no money and I always give regardless of what it is. If it's just a quarter or if it's just a mm -hmm. loony, I'll say like, it's not much, but, and I don't know, there was something in his eyes and I said, but I'll be back. Like, I'm just going here <laughs> and I'll be back. And he was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. He must hear that a thousand times a day. But I made it a point and a mission to go back. And just like in your experience, the gratitude, the you actually came back for me. Mm -hmm. I think you would come back. People say they come back. You know, people say that all the time, but it's just left yeah. me off. And that moment of I mattered. And that's what I felt was mm -hmm. he felt that he mattered to me in that moment. And we yeah. never know the impact we can have on someone else's life. Yeah, that could have been a life-changing moment for him. That could have been a life-changing yeah. moment. And that's what I always think. Like yeah. when I die and we'll see things like our life in review, <laughs> the broader perspective, will all of the people that have said one thing or done one thing to change my life, like 
will they know? And then all of the people that I don't remember how I've it, like, will we see all of that? Because I'm sure there's so many yeah. of them, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. And, and, and you never know, right? Like that could be the one key just to be like, Oh, I do matter. And, and you know, that, that, that just, you know, could change a belief in his head, which changes his, the whole trajectory of his life. Whole trajectory. Right? And we forget that everything is energy. And so, yeah. you know, I would say that the, in my surroundings, I, I give all the time. Like I said, it doesn't matter if it's a quarter, if it's a dollar, because I feel fortunate to have it. And mm-hmm. if I don't have much of it, it's like, you know, but it's a transfer of energy. Mm-hmm. And so when yeah. you say, well, it's not my problem, they can get a job or this can do that. Or uh, I didn't, you know, I don't want any part of it. We're blocking off from that energy exchange. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. why your experience was so poignant. And mine was so poignant because it's a transfer of energy. Yeah. And oftentimes, you know, they can give you a lot as well. So much. It's yeah. true. This has been such a beautiful chat. I'm grateful for your time today. You come mm-hmm. back on anytime. Thank and you. so if anyone listening is interested in learning more about Reiki, please um, reach out to Sarah and mm-hmm. ask away and connect with her. All of the details will be in the show notes. Have a beautiful day, Sarah. Yeah, you as well. I had a really good time. (laughs) Let's chat again soon. Sounds good.